This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. As a guy who learned the hard way how important proper nutrition is on your health and the great harm excess weight can have on your health, I urge you to get serious about your health with SimpleToLose.com. Diets don't work, and you're really only going to be successful losing weight when you learn how to eat differently. And that is why the free health coaches at Simple to Lose are so helpful. They teach you how to eat six meals a day and why it works. Many people on my team are working with Simple to Lose and their health coaches. As a team, we've lost over 850 pounds. Mary has lost over 85 pounds and wants to live a long life to keep her family strong. Brad's lost 40 pounds, finally feels like he did when he was in his 30s. Chris, whose father died young due to obesity, has lost 100 pounds and is off most of his medications. Change your life, get healthy, and thrive today. Go to simpletolose.com today, not tomorrow. Go today, simpletolose.com. Results do vary. Typical weight loss is 2 to 5 pounds per week for the first two weeks, then 1 to 2 pounds per week thereafter. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Yes, this is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. How are you today? Good? Bad? Indifferent? Eh, okay. one 888 is the phone number here at the Blaze Radio Network. A day of entertainment information lined up for you. I like to call it information. Something like that. Uh, you got Michael Pelka coming right up after me, 8 o'clock Eastern. Then uh, Kane and Cup, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags. That's your Saturday lineup on the Blaze Radio Network. Now, speaking of it being Saturday, today, before we get started, I just want to say, day 201. For Sergeant Andrew Tamarisi being in jail in Mexico for making a wrong turn. Someone, please, do something. Someone in power, please, do something. It is an embarrassment, a shame, that our soldier, uh, hello, active soldier, is in jail for making a wrong turn in Mexico, and he's been there for 201 days? Uh, that's embarrassing. Embarrassing. I know we need to talk about, discuss, consider options with Ebola, ISIS, the elections, border, Europe, the oceans, the storms, the space, and beyond. I know we need to do all that. I get it. I get it. But listen, it's like a little over two months, and it'll be Christmas. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> I don't like to. No, no, don't look at me like that. It's not me. I don't keep track of the time. I'm just telling you the time. It's a little over two months. It's going to be Christmas. I know you got Halloween to deal with, and you still got Thanksgiving to deal with, but Christmas is the biggie. You know that. So I, I found this list this is, uh, from RaisingMemories.com, and it's talking about non-toy gift ideas. And I was trying to think, you know, actually some of the coolest gifts I got as a, as, as a child and really as an adult all through life are the ones that aren't toys, right? I mean, you can write your own jokes with that. But really as a kid, I mean, I, I remember getting swimming lessons. 
as a gift. And I can remember as a kid thinking, gee, thanks, Aunt Jean. That's great. I'll get, I'll put that right back under the tree and smile for a few months. Swimming lessons at the Y. Thanks. But really, tremendous gift. Tremendous gift. Because I already kind of knew how to swim. You know, you're a kid. I don't remember how old I was. But, I mean, you're a kid. You kind of know how to swim. You've been swimming here and there. In, in Back in 1812, not everyone had pools. So you swam at lakes. And I grew up in Michigan, so you swam only in the summertime and in lakes, okay? That's where you swam. There wasn't any pools to swim in. So, you know, it wasn't like you were swimming year-round and, you know, everybody had a pool. And so I took the lessons, uh, you know, you took them, and it was great. It got me swimming, learned how to swim better and stay alive and not drown. And you got books, of course. My other, you know, my one aunt was a, the head librarian at the State Library in Lansing, Michigan. So, you know, of course, she's going to give you books. Great. Thanks. Appreciate it. But some of the I mean, I know there's exceptions, but today the kids just, I mean, there's toys and toys and toys and more toys. And you got to have the toys and crap and go pick that up. No. So I was thinking, you know, we're two months out. Now's the time to start thinking about shopping for Christmas, really. Um, and what are you going to, if you're with the Ebola scare, <laughs> uh, you might want to go to the store now. And, uh, you know, or, you know, you're going to be online, get that free shipping. Let's go get that online shopping done, wrap it up. Let's go, let's get it delivered. But you, you get the kids season passes to stuff like, uh, I don't know, the zoo, the museum, uh, butterfly conservatory. Okay. Maybe, yeah, you know, the butterfly conservatory, aviary, uh, aquarium. Those are maybes, but uh, maybe the butterfly conservatory and the aviary, maybe you throw in a little camera. Uh, so that they can take pictures, a little digital camera, so they have pictures, huh? Tremendous idea. You're welcome. Got your passes to the conservatory and a camera. You can take pictures, check it out. It'd be beautiful, huh? Yeah. And, you know, and you have the passes to things like movies and bowling, you know, bowling, swimming, like as I said, maybe a theater performance, sporting events, Disney. Ah, okay, you want to see Disney on ice, circus, ice skating, roller skating, mini golf concert yeah i mean those are all cool those are all cool to go to and you know i would have loved to have someone give me tickets to see paul mccartney last week should have seen him should have gone and seen paul i don't know what i was thinking paul mccartney in dallas do i go uh no uh you can uh get uh, horse and buggy rides train rides these are all cool things to do i mean i, I don't know i just think it's kind of cool now the ice skating <laughs> back up to ice skating because i have an aunt that uh I believe she still hates me today uh, because, uh, as I said, I grew up in Michigan. And, of course, you know, I couldn't wait to get out of Michigan because of winter. So um, she got me ice skates. And they were the the the, the 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 regular ice skates, you know, with the little cutting edge up front. So, you, you know, you stop into the ice. That's my sound effect for stopping in the ice with the cutting. But, uh, you know, they weren't the hockey skates with the, you know, the single straight blade with the point on the, each end where you could hurt someone badly. Mine were the figure skating, you know, with the, with the little crunchers up front. I believe that's the official term for them, too, crunchers. And, uh, you know, so I put them on, and I hated ice skating. I hated it so much. And thank you. They're so nice. And they were nice ice skating. I look back at it now. They were beautiful ice skates. They were great. But they were ice skates. I put them on, went out skating, 
That's great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I put it back in the box, and I you know, pretty much just tossed them in the back of the closet. She hates me. Because I remember your skates. I gave you ice skates. I never wore them. You ever wear your skates? You and your skates go ice skating? No, I didn't. And at some point, I don't remember when it was, but at some point it was like, you knew I hated winter. Guess what? No, I didn't wear them. I didn't go skating, okay? So, uh, you know, at least try and know maybe the kid that you're buying stuff for. Yeah, like the train ride. Those are kind of cool. Most places around America have old train rides around. Let's, you know, life in the train age. Love it. Ice cream voucher. I'm a big fan of that. Ice cream vouchers. You know, dinner out, trip to the fire station. Bring, be nice to the firemen. Bring them a little gift or something. Maybe they'll blow the horn for you. Those things are loud. Uh, you know, then you got uh, hot air balloon rides. And, you know, if you're an adult, uh, you know, wine, wine tasting, zip lining, helicopter rides, that kind of thing. Trip to the spa. Big fan of that. Manicure, massage, facial. I can't do the pedicure, though. No petties. Just leave my feet alone. My feet are fine. My feet are not for you to touch. Okay? Got a little feet thing going on. Uh, rock climbing, trip to the arcade. You know, that's kind of that's kind of cool stuff to go to. The swimming that we talked about, uh, the gymnastics, the karate, musical instruments. Maybe take them to a, a, an art class. I mean, my daughter, my gosh, I give her an art class. She's happy as a clam that's all she wants to do is create stuff um you know horseback riding lessons those are kind of cool maybe you go to a night in the hotel you know take everybody to the to a park a water park move on i mean there's stuff to do that uh you know maybe you get them a, a you know with books with books you can get them books to read uh, age appropriate books you get them a bible um you know, my gosh, I, I had a Bible given to me back in 1812 when I was, you know, a little kid. And uh, I, I mean, I still have it today. It's beautiful. It has my name name uh, engraved on it, on the Bible. It's got the inside page of who gave it to me, what year it was, 1812. You can just make out 1812. And uh, it's, I, I love it. It's a, you know, it's, it's great. And it's a gift that at the time you get it and you go, oh, great. Thanks, Susie and Andrew. Gonna appreciate it. Means a lot to me. Got a Bible. But a hundred years later, I'm like, how cool is that? You know, I got this. I have this Bible. It's got my name on it. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So there's all kinds of stuff to do, and it just drives me crazy that, uh, you know, people. I'm so sick of toys and telling kids to pick up their toys and throwing crap away. And my kids, my kids, my kids have toys on top of toys. And I fight, I throw them away. I hope they don't listen to this show because I'm telling you, I just throw them away. What happened to the little thing? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe it's upstairs in that pile of crap of toys you got up there. All right, I'll go look. No, I haven't found it yet. Okay, well, why don't you play with one of those other things? Because I don't know where that other toy is. I hope no one threw it out. So, you know. There you go. There's my little Christmas shopping help for you. Early Christmas shopping. We'll do more gifts at another time on the Jeff Fisher Show here on the Blaze Radio Network. But I just wanted to walk you through a little bit and remind you, remind you, it's just two months away. Yes, two months away. A little over two months away from Christmas. Be ready. Are you? I'm not. Holy crap, I'm not. I do not even want to. 
see the Christmas stuff, and I've seen it in my garage, boxes of Christmas stuff. What I'm thinking about doing, and uh, if you'd like to be a part of it, you know, maybe we'll have a big watch party. I'm thinking about pulling everything out of my garage, uh, putting it in the middle of the road, and torching it. Just having a big bonfire in the middle of the road of stuff in the garage, and then I'll be just like the kids. They'll be just like the kids with their toys. It'll be like, man, have you seen that one? I used to have a jacket that looked like, yeah, nope, don't have it. Don't know where it is. I know, but I had it in a box. It was in, oh, that's right. We burned everything in the garage. Oh, oh, why do we do that? Shouldn't have burned that stuff. So much more to come to. We'll get to it. I promise. We'll get to it all today. Uh, Just, uh, you know. Trying to work my way through this thing today. You can tweet me at Jeffy MRA, Facebook Jeffrey Fisher. We'll get to all the big stories, I promise. We'll get to the big ones. We'll get to the small ones. We'll get to the little ones. We will get to infotainment on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Yes, blaze.com slash radio. And, of course, our weekend broadcast, mine, Michael Pelka, immediately following this broadcast. Will Kane, S.E. Cup, right after mine. Chris Salcedo, right after Will and S.E. Mike Slater and Joe Paggs wrapping up the day, all right here on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, back to some of these gifts. You know, I was looking at, uh, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, at JeffyMRA, I did get uh, some ideas. A, a local tools of local factories. Uh, there's uh, some factories maybe closed. <laughs> there's a lot of empty factories you can tour. I'll guarantee you that. However, it is kind of a cool idea. You can tour the factories, and they all have tours. Uh, one of one of the things I always wanted to tour with my kids, and he's still my youngest son is still after me to do it, and I keep I keep meaning to do it. Is I want to go to the uh, to the to the trash company. You know, there's a, there were a couple in Florida I meant to go to because I know they recycle. So now I've got to hunt down a trash company here in Texas. And you go watch, watch them burn the trash and bring in all the trash. And someday, son, you too can be a garbage man. <laughs> you got to let the kids know what the future is, right? But some of the, like, uh, uh, <laughs> trampoline. Oh, we're, yeah, we're not. Oh, I'm not done with the gifts. I am not done with the gifts. These are, this is, this is cool stuff. And you know what? We're coming up on the holidays. Now's the time to order this. Yeah. Now's the time to order it. Get it in the house. Get it in the back closet. Get it ready for Christmas. Get it off your plate. Okay? Don't come back to me a month and a half from now, scrambling for gifts, wondering how you're going to get it, paying extra delivery money, hoping you get free shipping because you ordered more than $500 worth of stuff. No. Order it now. Get the free shipping. Get it to the house, and then you sit back when everybody's running around crazy, thinking, huh, "I listen to Jeffy. I have my gifts done." Swing set, eh, you know, you can buy them clothes. Eh, it's a question, eh. uh, you know, if you live in winter sports with the sled and the toboggan. Oh, you know, <laughs> I, I grew up obviously in Michigan. Maybe it's not obvious, but I grew up in Michigan. And my aunt, my my one aunt, still hates me to this day. 
I know that's a surprise that I have a relative that hates me. And uh, she bought me ice skates. Now, they were figure skates. They weren't hockey skates. And if you know skates, you know that the figure skates have the, you know, the little chop cutters on the front where you stop. I'm sure that's the I'm sure that's the professional word for them too, the chop cutters so you can stop. And then the uh and then the hockey skates, right, where they don't have where they don't have the chop cutters and, and the straight blades. But they bought me these really nice ice skates. <laughs> and even as a child, uh, I knew that I did not like winter. Uh, I wanted to do everything I could to get out of the great state of Michigan where there was winter a whole bunch of months of the year. Okay? So as soon as I could, I did. This is America. And I hopped on a bus and left. Okay? Now, my aunt to this day, I think I wore those skates once. And that was the Christmas, whether it was Christmas or around the Christmas holiday that I got my got my skates. And I went out back with the little pond that they had and, uh, you know, wallowed around on that thing for a few minutes. Put them back in the box, said thank you, and never wore them again. And she hates me to this day because of that. I mean, she doesn't hate. Yeah, I think maybe she does. Maybe she does. Hates me like poison for not wearing those ice skates. You know why I didn't wear them? Because it was ice skates. But if you know someone that likes, you know, winter sports and wants to be part of it, okay. All right, fine with me. Don't, Don't worry about me. And then you have uh, uh, sleeping bags are cool, flashlights, uh, a big toy box. That's a good idea for the toys. A toy that's not a toy yet for the toys. Personal set of scriptures, not a bad idea. Your own. Uh, I, I someone. Uh, I have someone gave me a Bible. Uh, I don't know how many? You know, I was I was 150 years ago, and I had my name inscribed on it, and gave me a you know little. The first page has your name, who gave it to you, the date and stuff, and. I mean, that's been with me forever. It's been with me for 152 years. I love it. Uh, jewelry box. And then you have the the other learning gifts, the telescopes, the magnifying glass. What kid doesn't like a magnifying glass? Who doesn't want to fry an ant once in a while? Strong mag- magnets are cool. Those will they come with the science kits and the, the magic kits. Uh, a cookbook and apron with the chef hat. Oh, that's cool. I mean, that's cool for, you know, the non-gender gift. Because you thought I meant giving that to a girl, didn't you? Look at your face. When I said cookbook and apron and chef hat, you thought I meant give it to a girl. <laughs> My gosh. Talk about a war on women. An easel, chalkboard, gardening tools. <laughs> what good doesn't want a hoe? Bug catching tools. I'll go with the with the magnifying glass. Binoculars, globes. Oh, globes are cool. You know, if you follow me on Twitter, at JeffyMRA, you know that I... I retweet tweets from a company in London, England, Ballerby, Ballerby Globes. I want a Ballerby Globe so bad. I love globes, and I've got several globes in the house, but I do not have a Ballerby Globe. Ballerby, if you'd like me to do commercials for you, let's talk. But I would, uh, you know, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing commercials for a London Globe company. Uh, They are so cool, and I love globes. If I could have... I love globes. It's a great gift. And you, even the the, uh, the cheaper ones are a great gift. You can get the ones that uh, turn uh, solar, you know, in the light. You set them on a stand, and then when daytime comes up, they turn. I have one of those. It's really cool. And uh, 
you have the ones that light up. They're like a nightlight. The kid needs light in the room. You know, use a globe. It's got a little bulb in it. You turn it on. It's their nightlight. It's the globe. It's very cool. It's a good gift. That's a great gift. And, oh, my gosh, they learn geography of the earth. <laughs> Wonderful. You could even get some that have raised up. So you say, oh, these are the mountains, and those are the valleys. There's the ocean. Look. Oh, it's a learning tool, too. Oh, my gosh, what? Now, there's educational apps online. Today, you can learn so much online. It's amazing. I mean, my kids uh, you know, are homeschooled, and they're all their classes, uh, You know, some most of their stuff that they study, except the stuff that I study put them out back are uh you know online so you have educational apps uh, it says here a refill for an easy bake oven you know i bought one of those damn easy bake ovens for my daughter she had to have one had to have an easy bake oven we gotta have an easy bake oven first of all instead of buying your kid an easy bake oven an easy bake oven i got nothing against you i love you okay you're great it worked. It worked. We made the little bougie brownies, whatever it was that comes out of the Easy Bake Oven. But then you have to go buy new stuff. You know what you need? Learn how to bake real stuff. Okay? Don't use your Easy Bake Oven. More in a moment on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. I was just reading about, I didn't realize that today, first of all, big weekend in Dallas. Huge weekend in the city of Dallas, Texas, where this show originates out of the Mercury Studios. Welcome to it, Blaze Radio Network, Jeff Fisher Show. You can participate by calling 888-900-3393 if you'd like. Or relax, sit down, drink your coffee. Smoke a butt, don't worry about it, I got you, okay? First, last weekend of the fair. Last weekend of the state fair. It's the last weekend for your chance to rub elbows with the people of the great state of Texas and nothing else going on in the area. So don't worry about hugging people, touching people. The guy that's sweating next to you is sweating because he's hot from the fair. (laughs) He doesn't have anything else wrong with him. Nope, he's fine. Don't worry about it. It wasn't uh, just because they were at the fair and you saw him pounding down a deep fried oreo he's fine don't worry about it he's fine oreo so i'm downing a deep fried pumpkin spice oreo maybe fried cheesecake they had some fried cheesecake in this building yesterday that looked really good i just want to go on record as saying i did not have any however now i'm regretting it they had alligator on a stick that was just like a big sausage on a stick i mean i, I like gator i've had gator before yeah, it's okay. You know, I like gator nuggets. Good. But the the sausage, I mean, we need a little, you always got ketchup with sausage, which there wasn't any when they had the the chocolate bacon amaze balls. You can write your own jokes. The fried Thanksgiving dinner. 
And, of course, the fried sweet Texas. The fried sweet Texas looked pretty good, too. Uh, pecan pie, peach cobbler, buttermilk pie, served, served with a scoop of vanilla bluebell ice cream. Now, before you go to the fair to pick up your fried sweet Texas, you should join Normal. This is... <laughs> They're hosting the Dallas Marijuana March today. Yay! It's the They're going to go from downtown Dallas to Dealey Plaza. Now, they're working in conjunction with the city of Dallas on their special events. Uh, it'll be a historic event for marijuana law reform in the Lone Star State. Marijuana consumers and non-toking lovers of liberty alike will peacefully assemble, protest, and march for New approach to criminal marijuana prohibition. Mm. Do I want to go to that? Man, do I want to go to that. My favorite line here is, join us as we take back our hemp heritage. Stop it. Take back your hemp heritage. This is going to be a peaceful protest. And together, we're going to continue ending cannabis prohibition one Texan at a time. Isn't it high time you get involved? Do your part. Contact local TV, radio, print, web news. Urge them to cover the hashtag Dallas 420 March. So I went ahead and tweeted it for you. Uh, if you follow me at uh, Jeffy MRA, I should probably put that up on my Facebook page too, Jeff Fisher, just so that everybody's aware of it because I want them to want them to know about the we're going to take back our hemp heritage today in Dallas with the march. And this is the last weekend for the fair. So something to really look forward to there. Huh? I really kind of like the fairs, but I can't bring myself to go this year uh, for several reasons. Uh, now, don't look at me like that. I know I don't have, you know, it's not a big chance of me getting Ebola. I got it. But, you know, this is possible. And stop, stop, seriously, stop looking at me like that. I know there's only a few communicable diseases that I could get, you know, through the, that are airborne, flu, that enterovirus D68 thing that's going around. I could, you know, so I know, look, the odds are against it, I know, because nobody you know, rarely gets sick like that from places like the fair. Are you kidding me? Nobody gets sick there, right? So just let it go. Go and have a good time on me. Oh, my gosh. A Maryland firm has recalled. I forgot to get to this at the top of the hour. I apologize. A Maryland firm has recalled lamb products that have been produced without an import inspection. How does this happen in America? The lamb products were packaged uh, on October 21st of last year. They've been out since last year. And uh, all through, they've been packaged... October 21st, 2013, September 2nd, 20th, 21st, 22nd of this year. The following products are subject to a recall. Lamb packs, lamb bone and legs, lamb boneless legs, lamb saddles, lamb racks, lamb loins, lamb shoulders, lamb shanks, lamb trim, lamb for stew. I go to the grocery store quite often. I know, and it's tough to tell, but I do. I go to the grocery store quite often. You can, I know you can quote me on that. And I see lamb 
Jenks in the I mean, department of the rack there in the cooler. But to, I've not seen the lamb packs, lamb bone in legs, lamb boneless legs, lamb saddles. I know I haven't seen lamb saddles. Lamb racks, lamb loins. It feels like I've seen those. Lamb shoulders, lamb shanks I see all the time. Lamb trim, lamb for stew. So if you have a place of purchasing groceries that have those products, they've been recalled. There's issue because they did not have an import inspection. And uh, this is a health hazard uh, situation. What is this? Is this a one or two or three? Don't forget where these get these get rated, and they, you could be in big trouble if it's rated a one. Doesn't say. What do you mean it doesn't say? Kind of, kind of, kind of crappy recall is this? We don't even know if it's really super bad or if it's just kind of bad. Okay, well, listen. If it's a, if it's a class one, it's a health hazard situation where there is a reasonable probability that the use of the product will cause serious adverse health consequences or death. Okay. If it's class two, health hazard situation where there's a remote probability of adverse health consequences from the use of the product. And if it's a class three, class three, it's a situation where the use of the product will not cause adverse health consequences. I'm betting that just because you didn't have an import inspection, probably it's okay. It's not going to cause adverse health consequences, but it could. So be careful if you're, I would check your freezers for those lamb saddles. That have been recalled. Okay, uh, last weekend we had uh, God Guns and Giving here in Dallas at the Mercury Studios. Thank you. Thank you so much for those of you that came to the museum. Thank you so much for those of you that came to our uh, shooting event last Saturday. It was all, that's, my gosh, it's so we have so much fun there every year. The last two years have been great. Um, I'm not sure if I did better this year or last year shooting. Yes, yes, we shot pigeons, and uh, but it was you know it was a great time, and we had all the volunteers that helped, all the visitors. Thank you so much for coming and helping out Mercury One. Uh, you can always go and help at mercuryone.org. dot uh, org. We had the museum was tremendous. We're trying to find you know I know Glenn's busy trying to find a way to take it on the road, which would be great uh, because there's so many cool stories. And you get lost. You know, there's so many, so many cool stories that uh, really, I think, I don't think we need to put. I would, I would vote for not putting as much in and just being able to tell the stories uh, of the ones that are there instead of trying to get lost with all these, all these stories and this great article. I mean, it's so they're so cool to see, but it just gets lost in your head because there's so many other cool stories. My favorite story from Reed Moon was, uh, you know, the story of uh, Pope Pius VII Bible with Napoleon. And, I mean, it was just, <laughs> I won't tell you that story now, but it's really good. So, uh, you know, thanks to, you know, and Liberty Safe was out here. They were they had a thing for Mercury One that they were that they donated, Minuteman Rx, Black Rain Ordinance, Operation Barbecue Relief, hello. Those guys are always great. And I mean always great. And uh, you know, and Elm Fort Gun Range right over here in uh, in Irving in Dallas, tremendous. Jeff Allen, although I didn't, I, I apologize. I had to be back nice and early. I didn't get a chance to see Jeff's performance, but I saw him, you know, before the show, and he's always really funny. 
Uh, David Barton was there. So thank you all for coming uh, very much and being a part of it. And if you weren't a part of it and here, um, why? What, what were you doing? What were you doing that was better? What, staying home? Thinking, wishing you were here, looking at the looking at the stuff, not being able to travel. I mean, what? What? It wasn't even wasn't even full blown Ebola yet. Then was it? Oh, maybe one guy. I can't remember. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. It is. How are you? Man, we have so many things to get to yet today. And uh, I'm just, I, I'm discombobulated a little bit today. So uh, excuse me. Uh, I just have kind of uh, been out of it and not sure, uh, not sure what direction I'm looking at today. However, we do have some information on uh, Ferguson. Yes, it's still going on. Yes, Operation Ferguson is still going on. Yes, there's still gatherings in Ferguson. And yes, there's people still calling for Officer Wilson's head. And yes, they're still pissed and hands up, don't shoot. And we want to just burn down the city. And it's just horrible. Yes. Now, we do have uh, information up on the blaze this morning uh, about uh, testimony from Officer Darren Wilson, who provided his account of the events. Uh, his uh, officer Darren Wilson was told the uh, authorities that during the scuffle, Mr. Brown reached for the gun. It was fired twice in the car, according to forensics, forensics tests performed by the FBI. The first bullet struck Mr. Brown in the arm. The second bullet missed. The forensics tests showed Mr. Brown's blood on the gun, as well as on the interior door panel and on Officer Wilson's uniform. Officer Wilson told authorities that Mr. Brown had punched and scratched him repeatedly, leaving swelling on his face and cuts on his neck. Officer Wilson appeared for four hours before a St. Louis County grand jury, okay, which was you, you know was convened to determine whether there's probable cause that he committed a crime. Now, before we move on from there, there are still people calling that it doesn't matter he needs to be indicted. Now, you know, yay, yeah, never mind that whole court of law thing. Legal experts have said that this decision to testify was surprising, given that it is not required by law. Of course, it was not required by law. If he's a police officer, he's going to testify. If he doesn't testify, oh my gosh, even more big trouble. The struggle in the car may prove to be a more influential piece of information for the grand jury, uh, one that speaks to Officer Wilson's state of mind. Uh, Yeah, you think? Yeah. Now, his account contradicts others, especially the new... Uh, apparent information that comes from a witness uh, that uh, claims he saw the shooting, Michael Brown, uh, from start to finish. An Ohio resident, an Ohio resident, okay, I'll just, I'll read the Blaze story to you, okay? An Ohio resident reportedly revealed new details to the grand jury Okay. In an interview with the St. Louis Dispatch, the eyewitness recalled four key details. 
After an initial scuffle in the car, the officer did not fire until Brown turned back toward him. Okay. Brown put his arms out to his sides but never raised his hands high. Brown staggered toward Wilson despite commands to stop. The two were about 20 to 25 feet apart when the last shots were fired. The man's account differs from some of the other Ferguson residents who have claimed that Brown's hands were up in the air and he was shot and that he was running away from the officer the entire time. The witness, reportedly black, said he saw Wilson's police vehicle stop near Brown and his friend Dorian Johnson as they walked in the middle of the street. He said he heard the officer say something to the pair, wasn't sure what was said. Officer Wilson then drove past them and proceeded to back his vehicle up. Looking at the scene unfold from the right side of the police SUV, the witness claims he saw a tussle going on and recalled seeing Wilson's hat come off. The tussle was allegedly allegedly followed by a gunshot, sending Brown running away from the officer. Wilson drew his firearm and yelled, stop, stop, stop. The witness said Brown did not stop, mumbled something he could not clearly hear, and took a step toward Wilson. When he stepped foot on that street, the officer told him to stop again, and he fired three shots. When Brown got hit, he staggered like, oh, and his body moved, and then he looked down. His hands were up like this, gestures with his arms out to the side, palms upward, and he was looking at the officer and was coming toward him, trying to keep his feet and stand up. The officer took a few steps back and yelled, stop. Michael was trying to stay on his feet. He was 20 to 25 feet from the officer. He started staggering. Four more shots. Michael was on his way down. We were thinking, oh my God, oh my God, stop, stop. He was already on his way down when he fired those last shots. We could be in, could be in trouble. Amazing, amazing. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, hey, how you doing? I know. I am reading a fascinating story about this administration. It is amazing. And is it really amazing? I have no idea. These people will drive me insane. We will get to that. I know you don't want to talk about Ebola. I know I don't either. I know you don't want to talk about ISIS. I know. I got it. I know they're taking over. I know they're I know they're miles away from Baghdad. I know they've gotten planes. They're being trained. Iraqi pilots are training ISIS to fly a couple of planes that they've got stashed somewhere. I know that. I know that we've told them what we're not going to do 
And I know you don't want to talk about it. We're going to have to talk a little bit about it. You got to know a little bit for the weekend. You can't just walk around going to the pot parade not knowing something. Okay? But you can. Look, what's the answer? Love. Love is the answer. According to Glenn Beck, love is contagious. So you should get a t-shirt. You could support Mercury One Charity by ordering Love is Contagious. Available exclusively on Twitter. I'll go ahead and retweet that, or you can follow at Glenn Beck. But if you follow at Jeffy MRA, I just tweeted you can order it on Twitter. Love is Contagious. I got this email. Hey, Jeffy. Give Glenn a message. Okay. That's what I'm here for. Glenn's message boy. Okay. So here you go. All right. I'm a great granny, and I watch the blaze every day at 3 p.m. Mountain Time. And I listen to the radio show every day. Since I work with computers in a cubicle, I can listen with my earplugs. My problem? My boss thinks I'm listening to easy jazz or something smooth. When the four of you guys start interacting with your humorous conversations, it cracks me up. And I'm trying not to laugh hysterically so he will not tell me to pull my plugs. Also, if you could give Glenn a hug. It's okay, my boy. You're doing good work. Keep on giving us news we don't hear anyplace else. Warn your neighbor, but you can't force people to be prepared. It's called agency. Maybe urgency. Not sure. Give us some humor every day. The four of you, we need a laugh. Well, who is this old gal? A great granny, and she still works. Yep, the money helps, and it keeps my mind off the cancer. In remission, though. Woot, woot. Thank you so much, great granny. It's tremendous. Uh, we will. Uh, first, I'd like, you know, on top of thanks and we will, perhaps you could tell your boss, uh, I'm listening to Glenn Beck, and back off. Okay, I'm still doing my work. So take you and your little boss plan of unplugging the show and back off. Or you could just hide it. You know, either way. Either way works, that's fine. That's not a problem. Okay, can we, I can we... Do I want to talk about Ebola? No, I don't want to talk about Ebola. I don't. I don't. I've got. I have got a huge stack of stories that I never get to. I never get to old stuff that I've had here for. This is you know stuff that I've had here for you know two months. For instance, uh, uh, schools in Richland, Washington, are going to be swing free. Uh, administrators worry that children walking by could get whacked in the head by feet of their swinging peers, so they're just going to take the swings out. Um, maybe you could, I don't know. Here's what a school teacher could do is, hey, look out. Uh, don't walk in front or behind the swings. That would be a teacher, though, right? I mean, you wouldn't want to have to do that. You'd want to just not have the swings there at all, right? Now, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention we know how what a great place that is. Uh, f- according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention fact sheet, 
noted that roughly 200,000 children, 200,000 children visit the emergency room each year with playground injuries. And the report pegged swings as the number one cause of injury on home playgrounds. Okay. That home playgrounds, not school, not park, home playgrounds. So that means they're being a little bit more brazen. Uh, They're probably not swinging as fast as they can. And they go, hey, Billy, come here, come here, and kick him in the face. Because the kid's not going to stand there and let get kicked in the face. And you know what else happens? You know what else happens? You walk by a swing. Let's say you walk by a swing. And nobody says, hey, look out. Or nobody says, hey, Billy, idiot. They're swinging. Move around farther away. You walk by and you're too close and you get kicked. Uh The next time you walk up to a swing, you go, oh, hey, they're swinging. I don't want to get kicked again. I'll walk around the other way. So incredibly stupid. And 200,000, really? Really? 200,000? Accredited to swings? Uh, Maybe they they were playing on the swing set, fell off, hurt themselves. Okay, I'll give you that. Trying to climb up on the bars, whatever. It's fine. Jay Leno, nears deal to launch CNBC show. That'll be great. That'll be great. A city in Belgium building a two-mile-long underground pipeline to carry 1,500 gallons of beer an hour. Yeah, I'm going to have to actually read that story. This has been in my stack for a while. I love the headline, but I actually have to. By using the pipeline, we will keep hundreds of lorries out of the city center. Unique for the brewery installing a similar system. Yeah, see, the story's boring. Three-mile pipe beer pipeline brought 13,737 gallons of beer. <laughs> Headline works better. Woman says airline grounded her due to her tweets. I could see that happening. They monitor the tweets, that's for sure. Uh, I've uh, The last, uh, last couple times I've flown, I have had... Uh, Maybe a couple little issues flying. We don't know. Just maybe some issues. They decided that they were, you know, <laughs> to make us miss a flight, that kind of thing. And, you know, I tweet. So, and they respond quickly. They respond quickly. Oh, look at this. I've had this, the funeral of the like button. I didn't I see this. This is about a month ago. Wow. The funeral of the like button. Now this, the oldest church in Amsterdam, the like, was laid to rest. Mourners carried a coffin shaped like a Facebook like button to the church and marked its passing in a ceremony led by Eddie Reefhus. Why? <laughs> it's a symbolic rejection of what's sometimes called hashtag activism or clicktivism. Substituting online actions for offline activity, the organizers of the funeral reject the notion that clicking on the like button constitutes doing anything productive. Here's their manifesto. Not too long ago, this development led to a miraculous occurrence. A new technology turned the act of liking into a commodity, hence into a symbolic 
totem and a new belief at a time when faith in religion and our monetary system is crumbling. At first, these lights seemed innocent, a gift bestowed upon us unconditionally and in overabundance. Sometimes the lights would pile up like presents under a Christmas tree. But soon we started craving for more, and eventually the like became the opium of the masses. And now society has forgotten the real act of liking. And instead of taking action to make change happen or activism has been reduced and confined to the square inches of our computer screen, activism has become clicktivism. We express our dislike of what is happening in the real world with a like. We as a society need to focus on real actions and intentions rather than the symbolic reward bestowed on things by a mouse click. We must never forget the real reward of liking lies amongst ourselves and inside our communities. The death and funeral of the like. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka coming up right after this broadcast at 8 o'clock Eastern. Then Kane and Cup, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Paggs all around out Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. And then Sunday, stick around. David Barton's on. Bill Handel, Handel, Gun Talk, Hollywood 360. And then right back to it with Doc, Glenn, Buck, Jay, Pat and Stu. Monday through Friday, hello. This is the Blaze Radio Network. So all kinds of stories uh, left to get to in this pile of uh, pile of trash that I can't get to. And then, then maybe we'll we'll get to a little a little top stories for you. I mean, we got to do a little, right? Don't we have to do a little? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I I feel like I've got to talk a little bit about the Ebola dog. Uh, Guardian Google Glass user treated for internet addiction caused by the device. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. A patient, a 31-year-old U.S. Navy serviceman, had checked into the sharpness. Oh, no. He's he's addicted. He's addicted. I'm going to have to watch, uh, what was the Bruce Willis movie? They all were in, uh, a surrogate. We have to watch that this weekend. I don't know if that's up on Netflix or not. I may have to check. Watch surrogate, then get back to me, Okay. Oh, my gosh. This is bad news. Uh, I I told you earlier, I grew up in Michigan, and uh, according to the Daily Mail, uh, water temperature of the Great Lakes, uh, over six degrees colder than normal. It's threatening an even earlier and colder winter in the Midwest. Oh, no. Michigan residents may see a cold and icy winter arrive sooner this year. Oh, no. Average surface temperatures for both Lake Superior and Lake Michigan have dropped. Oh, no. Both lakes experienced temperature drops of 6.1 degrees. Oh, no. 
Lakes may also ice up sooner because of the extra chilly water temperatures. Oh, no. So be careful in Michigan. The Great Lakes State. Now everybody knows that Michigan is the the mitten, right? And you hold up your hand, you hold up your right hand, and you point to where you live. That's how you know you're a person from Michigan. That's how you know you're a Michigander. If you hold up your right hand and you say, I'm from right here. Some people live up in the thumb, up in the middle, in the middle finger, all the way up there on Mackinac Island, Upper Michigan. There's only a few people that admit to being from Upper Michigan. Nobody wants to be a youper. But do you know how you do you know how you remember what the Great Lakes are? Can you tell me the Great Lakes? Huh? 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 Can you? Can you? Can you? How many Great Lakes are there? Huh? 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 How many? How many? That's right, five. Right, H O M E. Yeah, that's how five. I got, I got to remember myself. Yes, the Great Lakes. And how do you how do you remember the Great Lakes? Count them and you spell out homes. H O M E S. Homes, right? Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, Superior. That's your class today. Yes, the Great Lakes from the Great Lakes state of Michigan. Lake Huron, Lake Ontario, Lake Michigan, Lake Erie, and Lake Superior, rounding out the Great Lakes. North Korean dictator returns to the public eye. Yes, and I was correct. I'll have you know he was in fat hiding. Went and had the uh, stomach taken care of. Came back a little thinner. Limping around, feeling looking good, though. You were, Kim. Seriously, you're one good-looking man. Oh, no. President Obama's credit card canceled. I mean, it wasn't canceled. It got denied. That's all. It got denied. That's all. Uh, said it was rejected. I guess I don't use it enough. I thought there was some fraud going on. Fortunately, Michelle had hers. How in the world is the president? President of the United States. He has golfed a couple hundred times. Has he golfed since he hit the 200 mark? Or has he felt bad about hitting 200 mark? 200 times. And you know, where did I do it? I think think this paper had... uh, Yeah. Uh, According to... uh, Don Van Natta Jr.'s book, and who hasn't read that, uh, pres- called First Off the Tee, uh, Dwight Eisenhower golfed 800 times over his eight years in office. Those were different times, though. Eisenhower was the man. He didn't have to do anything. The world was great. The country was on fire. The war was over. He was Everything was all good. President Woodrow Wilson golfed 1,600 times in eight years. 1,600 times in eight years. Now, I still... I. I could probably do it myself, and I, I don't really. Maybe Don Van Natta could do it, so I don't have to do it. But I would like to know if the, what the differences were, because I think that you know Brock is out playing eighteen holes, and Woodrow might have been playing nine, or maybe had a six-hole golf course put in out back, uh, because sixteen hundred times seems an awful lot for you know an eighteen holes. Um, you know, I mean probably. Had a 
par three, nine hole put in out back. That's on elections. I don't want to talk about that. Elections is coming up around the window. Ugh, so we've got elections November 4th. And we, we need to care about it. We do. We need to care about them. I got it. I got it. I just don't want to. Drive me. I really, I really, I would be okay with, if you're an incumbent, get out. I don't care who you are, get out. But Jeff, what if they're good? I don't care. Get out. But we've got some really good people. Yep, we do. Get out. Well, these people have only been in there one term. Great. Get out. I want new people. I don't want, and I don't want returners. I don't want somebody that has been in office and then has run to get back. No, first time. Other than that, get out. You haven't been there before? Great. Get out. And the first person that tells anyone, well, the way we do it here, you're fired. Point blank. We're coming in and we're going to revit. We're going to do Washington D.C. and we're going to look look at things differently and. We're going to do this. It isn't going to be the same piece of pie that it's always been. I know, but we need to think about how it's been done over the past. You're fired. Get out. Think again. We got a little the new way of thinking about the of thinking about the country. But we really need Jeff. We we need to we need to consider how it's been done because it's important that we figure out. You're fired. But we have to go over to the State Department and figure out how they do that. You're fired. The president wants you fired. Get out. Look, I've been here in Washington, D.C. working with people in office forever. I know you have. Get out. So I'm okay with that. I'm almost okay with that. All new people, 100% across the board. 100% across the board. Just get out. I think that's my mantra. I think that's my mantra for this election. 2014, November, get out. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Howdy. Welcome to it. 1-888-900-3393 is the phone number if you wish to participate. One east of the Rockies, 1-888-900-3393. West of the Rockies, 1-888-900-3393. You know... For those of you that don't know why I do that, <laughs> I know it's walking down memory lane, but a long time ago, a hundred years ago, when there was a show with Art Bell called Coast to Coast AM, and now it's with, uh, what's his face out of St. Louis, George Norrie, uh, Art was from the high desert, Pahrumpf, Nevada. Coast to Coast AM. And uh, (laughs) 
in the opening of his show, he would give out the phone numbers. Now, in those days, he had a he had a number, a toll free number that you could call west of the Rockies. A different number if you were east of the Rockies. A uh, different number if you were south of the Rio Grande. And then if you were an international, he had the international calls. And you must dial dial your international operator and get the access code. Then dial two point three point five hashtag point two star. And it was just so. It was just. That's just the way it was in those days, but the open was great. So anytime, anytime that you hear Dancing Queen, or at least I should say anytime I hear Dancing Queen from ABBA, because that was one of Art's rejoin songs uh, for a number of years on Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. Uh, that was, you'd hear the phone numbers under ABBA, Dancing Queen, and so... 1-888-900-3393. East of the Rockies, dial 1-888-900-3393. International callers, dial 1-888-900-3393. Call your international operator and get the access code. Um, so, a little inside baseball for you. Now let's talk a little Ebola. I know you don't, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, relax, relax. We're just going to hit a couple of big stuff because I, I still am a little concerned. You know, I'm right here at Ground Zero. Hello, Dallas, Texas. The Metroplex. Hello. Ebola Central right here. This is it, baby. And, uh, you know, of course, in the great state of Ohio because <laughs> I know I might have Ebola, but I'm just going to go to Ohio anyway. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm self-monitoring. I'm a nurse. I'm fine. I know. Look, I you know I feel fine. I'm a little a little heated, a little, a little overheated, but I'm going anyway. It's fine. I'm not worried about it. Can't hardly catch the damn disease anyway. That's what they tell me. So once she got to Ohio, then it was well. You know, I'm getting a little warmer than I thought. I've been warm like this for days. I'm starting to sweat. I'm meeting all these people. I'm flying and stuff. But I, I've got to fly back to Dallas, and I really have a temperature higher than I thought. Hello, CDC. Yeah, I'm being monitored for Ebola from Dallas, and I'm a nurse, and I had direct contact with Duncan. You know, the guy that died uh, came in to the country that lied on his application and got into the country without still when he was sick, and now we're supposed to, uh, you know, know that they feel like he was robbed at the hospital. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm uh, I'm really hot. Whew, man, I've got a fever. My fever is like ninety nine point six point two 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 two. And uh, I was wondering, should I fly? You know, fly back to fly back to Dallas. Oh no, go ahead. You're fine. Uh, listen, the protocol is a one is nine ninety five point seven 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 seven, and you're only ninety five point six six. So you're below protocol. Go ahead, get out the plane. It wasn't that close, but it was pretty damn close. It was like someone with common sense would say, you know, let's not do that. And now, the message is, you know, she may have been sicker than uh, she let on uh, before. So we're going to, you know, just just out of an abundance of caution, we're going to uh, contact the other people that were on the plane flying from Dallas to Ohio, not just the Ohio to Dallas people, which is why the people in Ohio uh, closed uh couple of schools, which is why I think some of the people in Dallas closed four schools because those people were on the flight. It's kind of, I mean, I, I 
feels like an overreaction to me. But you never know. And let's err on the side of abundance of caution, right? Right. Let's do that. Okay. Yes. So we had the, uh, so what's that, what else is happening with Ebola in the Dallas area? We'll just do some, head- I just want you to know what's going on, you know, because everybody, look, I got, I pulled the cut of Shep Smith yapping his mouth. I don't even want to hear him. I, you know, it was, I listened to it yesterday. I pulled it. I had the audio. I had, I had Brittany cut it up. I got a couple of cuts of, of Shep going off on his little lectures, viewers and everything is fine and don't worry about it. And we all suck for telling you about Ebola because Ebola is fine. In the middle of all this, remember the politics is in the mix. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Shep. Really? 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 You're going to lecture us in New York? Okay. You go right ahead. You go right ahead, Shep. No problem. But I don't even want to hear him. I don't. I can't take him. I can't take it. So, Thursday, the Dallas County Commissioner's uh, decided not to issue a disaster declaration. Okay, after the man uh, from Liberia died, and we have the two nurses infected, uh, until it's necessary. Uh, this is a uh, uh, Judge Clay Jenkins, who is like the county judge, and he's like the county law guy. Because now you have the mayor of Dallas and Judge Clay Jenkins, county judge uh, in charge. You know, some places have the county mayor and the city mayor and Mr. Big Shot. So Clay has inserted himself, and he's the man, and he's Mr. I'm going to be in front of the cameras, and he knows it all, and he and the mayor of Dallas can talk down to everybody and make everybody feel like they know better than we do. It pisses me off. So just knock it off, Clay and Mr. Mayor of Dallas. I got it, okay? I got it. That whole talking down to us because we're worried about you spending all that money on that stupid dog, Bentley, owned by Nina Pham. And now we've moved the dog to uh, uh, Texas A&M's veterinary emergency team. Yeah, okay. And, and we have, we've had the dog under quarantine, but we can't quarantine anyone else. We'll just self-monitor them. I got it. You're smarter than us. Okay. He wants us to know that uh, even though elected officials uh, like me who have those powers should never use them because of the great work at the state, city, and federal levels uh, combined with the CDC, uh, however, uh, we're, you know what, we want you healthcare workers uh, who had contact with the man, if you could just, uh, you could just sign this paper saying you're going to stay home, uh, that'd be fine. But don't worry about it because you're smarter than us and knew better right from the beginning. Right, Judge? Because, heaven forbid, we just kill the dog. And I do mean kill the dog. Instead of spending all this money that you could be spending on other things, uh, other things around the Ebola crisis, we'll just call it a crisis for now. It's not an epidemic, not a pandemic. It's just a crisis, right? Really, it is. We've got a couple people sick. Uh, It's scary. Uh, we wouldn't have a couple people six if we just said, you know, we've got the Ebola issue. Okay, so let's say we do have this. So let's say all this is fine up to this point. Why haven't we stopped people coming in from the western part of Africa? Oh, 
Yeah, because that doesn't make any sense to quarantine countries, does it? No. It makes sense to save a dog, though, and quarantine the dog and spend all the money on that. Right? Right. Right. I mean, they did, even in Spain, people, people were pissed and got mad and did their little, their little protest. But they said, eh, no, it's a dog. It's got to go. Yeah, it was living with the Ebola. Yeah, yeah it's got to go. So I'm sure Nina would be get over it. Okay, I love animals as much as anyone else, and I have had animals in my life forever. But guess what? Uh, they're still animals. Okay, we we're the rulers of Earth. Damn it, we're humans, and we won't be told what to do. No, I get it. Okay, but the dog's got to go. Hello, Nina. Yeah, this is Nina. Uh, I'm between uh, convulsions and barfing and explosive diarrhea, and I'm feeling a little bit better from this Ebola. Uh, my boyfriend, I don't know if he infected anybody. Uh, his workplace has 22,000 people. Uh, and I know I live in this uh, apartment complex, but hopefully I didn't see anybody. Uh, 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 but other than that, I'm okay. Uh, listen, uh, your cute little dog. Uh, Bentley. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, we have to kill it. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's got to go. Okay. Why? Because you, uh, you, you, you have Ebola, and uh, we were afraid your dog may have Ebola, so it's got to go. Uh, what if I cry and scream and holler? No, nope, sorry, got to go. Sorry. Sorry, the dog doesn't count now. It may have Ebola. It may carry the disease. Have a nice day. Now, what do we do with the trash? I don't know. What do we do with the trash? Well, now the University of Texas is preparing to accept the Ebola waste from Dallas. You want to make a million bucks? Tell them you'll take care of the Ebola waste. Do you want to be that? Do you want to be that guy? Do you want to be the guy that picks up the Ebola waste? Why not? It's safe, right? You can't catch anything from it, right? So be that guy. Oh, why do we have to have a special thing? Why can't we just bag it up? Put it in the trash bag. We saw the guy on the tarmac the other day as they were shipping her back to Atlanta or wherever the hell they were shipping her to from Love Field, the day I was there, by the way. And he had his suit on. And then we had the supervisor without his suit on out on the tarmac with his little clipboard. That looked real good, too, for the optics of that. That looked great. And then the hazmat suit guy comes off the plane with no gloves and starts putting stuff in the trash bag, so it must be safe, right? Everything's fine. We're being, you know, we're being hosed. We're being hosed with this. And then uh, we have our president of the United States of America. We can't just cut ourselves off from West Africa where this disease is raging. Our medical experts tell us that the best way to stop this disease is to stop it at its source before it spreads even wider and becomes even more difficult to contain. Yes, and that would mean stop those people from traveling to this country. Trying to seal off an entire region of the world, if that were even possible, could actually make the situation worse. How, Mr. President? How? How, Mr. President? How? Experience shows that it 
could also cause people in the affected region to change their travel to evade screening and make the disease even harder to track. Right. Okay. No problem. No problem at all. Now, we had the big White House gathering. Of course, the new uh, Ebola czar didn't show up. I don't know why, although I do know why. Because we wanted to put someone in charge of the new Ebola czar, but the new Ebola czar actually answers to Sylvia Burrell, right, the Secretary of Health and Human Services. So why does the Ebola czar need to be at this meeting about Ebola when all the other heads are there? He's not really the head. He just answers. He's just got the title. I'm telling you. This list, I'll, I'm going to tweet the list now. The story's up on the blaze of the full list of attendees at the White House that our new Ebola czar didn't attend. And the list is huge. I mean, they could have found a chair in the back to put him in or something. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. It is. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. But, I mean, you can dial it if you want. But, you know, the show's almost wrapped up today. So just put it in. Just put it in. Save it. Save it as, okay? New contact. 888-900-3393. The Jeff Fisher Show. Michael Pelka with Piro Pelka coming right up after this broadcast. Uh, prayers to all the people in Bermuda. They got hammered. From Hurricane Gonzalo, and uh, man, I'm telling you that the hurricanes can you can take a beating. I went through a few a uh, few tropical storms and hurricanes when I lived in Florida, so uh, you know it does some damage. There's no doubt, and the, the gust, the 80, the 100 mile an hour gust, and the continuous uh, 70 mile an hour winds does some serious damage. We can talk more about Ebola, but I really had enough. Seriously, have a great. I mean, seriously, just let it all go this weekend. You got The Walking Dead coming up, episode two. Hello, episode two, season two. Last week, last Sunday was a tremendous. So uh, watch season two. We may be starting a podcast here at The Blaze. Uh, we're talking a little bit of recapping The Walking Dead. Keep an eye out for that. I'll tweet you when it starts. Uh, follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. And, uh, you know, that's it. I'm out. Anyone told you uh, you look great today? Seriously, you do. I mean that. I mean, except... You're not going to wear that all day, are you? Really? Okay. I mean, that's it then. Looks good on you. Seriously. We'll talk again soon. All right? Be safe. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.